0: Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammie. Hey there, Cammie.
1: Hey, Bryant. How are you?
0: Doing well. It's Friday. Yeah. We're both very tired. From yes, work. we are. <laughs> but we're here to relax, and we've got a relaxing-er than usual episode, not the third. Stressful. We are... So we've done this... Um, this is the third time now, I think, or the fourth?
1: We normally do... I mean, how many times have we done the podcast? Because we normally do it in April...
0: Oh that's true yeah. Yeah. It's this normally April Fool's
1: so it's a little
0: That's past true. that. That's but... that's why we usually did it. Yeah. So we we did this yeah a couple of years ago um on the show we did a two truths and a lie game. That was with Peter, I think, our our old friend that would come on a lot. Um, we would do so like we'd play a game where we'd have to kind of tell two truths and a lie and then we'd all guess on what was the lie. And we've themed our Ones in the past and we're kind of doing it again today. Right. We, we did theme it. Right. I did. Yeah. Right? It was. Okay, I cool. mean,
1: yeah, I think per person would theme it. Sure.
0: Right. Yeah. So we did kind of do that. So um, if I remember right, we did. I'm kind of doing like um, early uh, re- Republican Rome and you're doing like the later Eastern Rome, right? That's right, what you're specifically on.
1: the role of Justinian in Constantine. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool.
0: Yeah, you still, you still got to keep a Latin guy involved. <laughs> um, no, that's great. Okay, so yeah. So um, Cammy and I will take turns going through. You can listen in. Uh, this is a very different episode than normal, so if you are like a new listener, please feel free to go back. You can listen to, typically we would have a, a subject or a story and we would give a, a story and then talk about that. So we've done like Jason and the Argonauts recently, um, Hermes, but we've done everything from Yeti to uh, Banshees. So you name it, we've we've talked about it for the most part. And if we haven't talked about it, let us know and we will. <laughs> but anyway, so Cammy, no story. Do you wanna go first though?
1: Sure. So does every? I, I assume I, I'm asking as if it's a call and yeah. response, but yeah. like I'm assuming everyone knows how true, two truths and a lie works right so basically we're going to tell three stories and two of them will be true and one of them will be false and we're trying to discern which one it is yeah please play along so mine all centered of course around Justinian as I already said but they also centered around sort of not just cryptids but like mythology in general um in the Byzantine Empire yeah and I'm using the work of Procopius, is that his name? P-R-O-C-O-P-I-U-S, the secret history guy? Yeah. That's his name? Okay, cool. I was <laughs> just making sure I was pronouncing no, it right think,
0: No, I think you nailed it, yeah. Okay,
1: awesome. The historian Procopius, I uh, didn't just nail it just then, but that's okay, uh, wrote a giant wrote of a giant sea monster that held hostage the Bosphorus Strait for 50 years during the rule of Justinian it sank ships and every sailor feared it justinian was at a loss of what to do though he poured many resources into solving the problem the beast which was most likely a sperm whale was bullying some dolphins one day when it beached itself all of the locals poured down to the beach and pulled the creature further inland so he could not get away and then murdered it with axes and made a feast of its flesh in a huge celebration that lasted through the night okay Okay. All right, so the second one. According to Procopius, Justin was, Justinian was much more than a ruler of Constantin- Constantinople. Justinian and his wife, Theodora, were able to make themselves wealthy beyond compare by trickery and murder. In fact, the two were actually vampires. Justinian was known not to eat or drink or sleep like a normal man and would wander his palace all through the night. One man's account spoke of how his head disappeared from his body and then reappeared after a few moments. Even a monk who even a monk who visited was afraid to cross the threshold of the palace door for he could see the demon inside the shell that was the man. Okay. So on, on to the third one. Procopius tells of the night invasion of Constantinople by bronze ships floating in the sky. The ships were more like disks of bronze that seemed to float in the air above the city. No one could make out any bars holding them to the sky. They moved rapidly and then hovered like insects. The whole city gathered to watch these disks, which seemed to have fire coming from the bottom of them, which lit their path bright like the moon. A few people said they saw the disk in the daylight, too, and could make out men aboard who were dressed in all black and headless. Within a day of the encounter, many people in the city began to become ill, and within a week, the entire city seemed to be ill. The emperor himself was stricken by the plague, but he survived the encounter. Many people referred to the bronze disc and the headless men who crewed them as Deathbringers.
0: Very good. I, I think that one's true. Um, that third one is, is true. So I think it's between the first and the second one. And I don't know. I I my gut's telling me the second one could have just crazily have happened because a lot of people did not like Justinian. Um, you know, he he's Justinian the Great. Uh he he was one of the few that had that uh honorific and but one thing he did was he he codified the laws Mm-hmm. Um, which he didn't. I, it sucks because the it, justice Justinian. We get all that from there. But he didn't personally do it. But he hired. He he recognized the talent of the man who did it. I I wish I knew his name. But he like took you know a thousand years of like old law and like cleaned it up. And um and and that's what we based it on. But it pissed off like he he fixed tax loopholes. He did so much, but it pissed off a bunch of aristocrats. So I could totally see the second one being true of like these rumors and stuff. So I'm gonna say the first one's the lie.
1: Okay. Um. So actually the third one was the lie. Oh, it was. Yeah. So there oh, is no. a tale of yeah. actual ships. Um, which I think we spoke about in one of our previous episodes. Yeah. Uh the the one about the Eum, the village of Eum and the plague. Eum, yeah, Eum. Yeah, Eum, yeah. Yeah, Eum. Mm-hmm. And so that the plague of Justinian um was said to be brought by by ships but not outer space men oh okay yeah.
0: i i think i remember even reading about some kind of like a a vision in the sky kind of thing so no that was good that was very really clever i like that a lot really yeah well and then
1: i thought the the whale thing was yeah. just super crazy like they were like right. no there's this there's definitely a sea monster and they didn't know what it was really they didn't really have a, yeah i mean i guess they had a concept of a whale but they weren't really sure what it was until it like beached itself yeah, but I used yeah. Um, historianshut.com, the cool. tale of a monstrous whale that harassed ships the age of Justinian, and com, And then I also used uh, the Wikipedia for the Plague of Justinian just to cool. get some more facts in. So
0: That's good. That's really, really good. Very well done. Thanks. Awesome. Okay. So mine, I'm not as um, eloquent with my stories as Cami is, of course, so mine's a little more like blurby. But um, here we go. <clears throat> So my first uh, tale or, or bit is about gladiator body parts up for auction. So since around the time of the completion of the Colosseum around 80 uh, AD, it was a common practice for aristocrats for after Colosseum uh, events, gla- mainly gladi- gladiatorial or um, sometimes chariot races, anyone who died their body parts would be put up for auction afterwards um, as they were commonly used in things like medicines and were sought out for depending on whose body parts they were. Um, this was typically only done for criminals or those who were kind of viewed as uh, unsavory because not burying someone whole was usually not that great of an idea in sending them to the afterlife. It was uh, very taboo and would delay your entry into the afterlife. My next one is uh, apparently we have from resources such as Cicero, Suetonius, and Valerius Maximus that uh, one of the first major uh, naval counterattacks that Rome did against Carthage, which Carthage being perhaps the strongest uh, naval power in the Mediterranean, um, Rome built its first navy. Before the battle, uh, Publius Claudius Pulcher... Uh, the consul in charge of the campaign went and got uh, sa- sent for the sacred chickens, and which were supposed to help bring a good tide. The chickens, however, refused to eat, and so Publius or uh, Pulcher ordered them thrown uh, threw them overboard, saying, "Ut uh, Biberent quando esse nullent." They might drink since they would not eat. The Romans did not win that battle. <laughs> My last is uh, during the year of the four emperors, Vespasian's third legion fought against Vitellius. Uh, the battle had gone all night and ended in the morning. Vespasian's men's. Performed a salute facing east, which Vitellius's legions took this as a, a, a greeting of reinforcements, which ha- caused them to scatter. It turns out that the third legion was just saluting the sun every morning, Sol Invictus, uh, and was saluting the soul, uh, the the moon, uh, the sun every morning, and that the Vitellius's uh, legions ran away, which would cause Vespasian to win control of the empire on a fluke of a battle.
1: Okay, so. I okay this second one um, the Romans really did believe in like augury yeah pretty hard and I could definitely see Suetonius that's who you said it was right yeah um, saying that you know it, they can't if they're not gonna eat we're gonna make them drink right right um, the third one seems uh, seems like something you would like to pull out of history
0: so okay. it makes me think
1: it's true. Um, can you, what was the first one again? I like, my brain's yeah, not f- all here.
0: The first one. So around the time of the colosseum, like of, of, it's. Oh, being the gladiator
1: built. Bali part. Okay. That sounds yes. very Victorian. It does not sound Roman. And, um. Ooh, I'll
0: buy his pinky, I believe. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and no, I mean, they used to buy like mummy parts or whatever. A hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Yeah
1: um and so i feel like that one's the lie also they if they're treating criminals one way and slaves the same way i don't even think that they would do that there was like a very distinct like if you're a freed man or a free man um we treat you even if you're a criminal we'll treat you the certain way and i just Mm -hmm. don't think that they would do that to people that were not slaves, I 100% believe that they would do that to slaves though. Um, yeah. Because they were like terrible, but.
0: Just, just a Christian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so I do think that one's the lie.
0: You were correct. Yay! Good job. Yeah, so I I actually so I sort of based that off because I'm not so good at um, coming up with these. I based this off, apparently we do have some evidence um, this is from ancientorigins.net, um, one of my old uh, sources I used a lot, um, but they don't say specifically where they got this from, which wasn't fun, but apparently executed criminals who were killed through gladiatorial means, they would uh, Roman physicians would specifically want their blood and their livers. Mm. Um, apparently, like the, uh, there's reports of it treating epilepsy um and even i it they report even after the the gladiator games were banned after 400 ad um the the blood of of specific like just criminals not through the gladiatorial games was still sure. in use um so, so
1: what did how did they administer blood then
0: i apparently they ate livers they ate the livers okay well that makes sense yeah. sure and i don't know what they did with the blood though it doesn't say what it, they did they
1: were vampires like yeah. justinian
0: um, it was really interesting, but it does say that even, um, that the skin cells, um, of gladiators, so like scraped up, you know, um, from their baths and stuff like that were used in as uh, in like face creams and as aphrodisiacs.
1: So that was very Victorian. Uh,
0: pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> just a few, you know, like 1400 years before. Yeah. It was a little weird. So, um, so that that's where I base that off of. Sure. Um, however, yeah, so uh, Cicero, Suetonius, and Valerius Maximus, um, various historians, states, people, politicians, reported that uh, this in the, the Carthaginian Navy. Um, so, you know, obviously they, they would have known that Rome didn't win that battle um, the way things were, and it would have sure. been years in advance just kind of looking back at it. But apparently, yeah, there's this fun story of he went to get the sacred chickens, they wouldn't eat, and so he just said, chuck them. Uh, Apparently, Publius Claudius Pulcher was like a bit of a um, upstart, it seems like. Uh, So it sounds like he might say something like that and just go like, yeah, screw it. Let's go. Uh, And then uh, I also um, I actually found that uh, I found a really fun thread on Reddit um, where people were just giving fun facts on like ancient Rome. And so that that specifically was quoted all, um, from mainly from Heno user Heno 13 from eleven years ago, which I just thought was really fun to you know talking about this stuff eleven years ago, like that and on, on reddit. Uh, and then yes, yeah, so um, uh, this the last one I actually also got I got from the same um, Reddit thread and uh, about Vespasian's third lesion, but apparently it did happen. I didn't really have a s- specific source, um, but there are some websites that discuss it. They just kind of say sources say, though. But I thought that'd be pretty interesting. And it wouldn't be totally out of line for that to happen. Uh, the soul, uh, you know, sun worship was super common at this time. And I could really see that. And it, it could be. Yeah. Well, why it, it not? Totally, it, right. it helps. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, this could totally just be the fact that uh, Vespasian's uh, men beat uh, Vitellius's. And then the story just came out of it. That could have easily have happened, you know. Um, or, you know, I, I know it could have been that the sun rose behind them. All of a sudden, Vitellius' men have the sun in their eyes. That's, you know, it could have been a hundred right, things. Right. And then a little, just a little like, you know, oh, yeah, we praise to the sun and then we won. And so, yeah, as the men are telling stories and stuff. So I just thought that was a cool one. And you're right. Yeah, that definitely did appeal to me for sure. So excellent, Cami. Well, uh, congrats. You are the winner. Thank you. I don't think I've ever won that's okay though we gotta um, get Peter back it's always fun to have a third
1: yeah it is fun it makes it um for some reason like it makes it super long though it's like 45 <laughs> yes. minutes so we do it with him
0: <laughs> yes yeah we do like t- chat a lot more and this has been a pretty like fun simple one so um well I hope uh, everyone followed along and if you won congratulations um yes cause please. definitely
1: the viewers might have gotten more correct than yeah tweeted. yeah
0: so as always uh we we thank you for joining us um anyone who's a new listener uh, again you know you can check our typical topics we do this every year um kind of in celebration of April fools uh just a fun little thing for us and we'll be back to normal content shortly um if you have any suggestions for what we could talk about please let us know we've been on a bit of a greco-roman kick forgive us i've been we it's it's fun and we've been touching on a few things and we've had the ball rolling so it's been a lot of fun but we'll definitely we'll have some other ones in store soon for sure uh read a book about byzantium if you're bored <laughs> that's all i got for you really yeah Cami, do you want to throw in anything before we wrap up
1: yeah i do want to say the greco-roman thing we have at least one more episode that's going to be th- oh hey artemis <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're not watching my cat just just busted out of nowhere artemis not the goddess uh, apollo's twin <laughs> did not just bust through the podcast uh we did talk about her though that was fun yeah, but did. yes you are right we do have at least one more greco-roman plan and then yeah we'll probably kind of shift gears talk about a few other different topics but it has it's been really fun and we've since we've kind of you know we've been in a good zone once you kind of talk about one it's helpful that we've been discussing some other ones too so yeah Perfect. Um well, I, I think that's about it. Yeah, Kemi?
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, everyone, thanks again for joining us and uh we will see you next time. Oh. oh. I'm here literally, literally.